Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Josh Powers. And I am John Moore. And we're the hosts of The Cheap Seats, brought to you by Public House Media each and every Tuesday. We're here to talk sports. And anything else you can think of that has to do with sports. Bottom line is, we're your conduit. We are fans just like you. We're talking about the stuff that we know that you're talking about around the water cooler. Once you've finished listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media, we hope you'll come and check out our show, The Cheap Seats, every Tuesday on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You'll find us way up here in The Cheap Seats. Hello, my name's Kim Meyer, host of Choose to Rise. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. And when you're done with this episode, I hope you'll come check out my show, Choose to Rise, where I talk all about finding your inner strength, improving confidence, and loving who God made you to be. I bring tips and strategies and things that have helped me rise up to be my current best self and hope that you can do the same. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can find my show on Apple Podcasts, publichousemedia.org, and choosetoriseup.com. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. Hello, hello, welcome, and thank you for joining the Confessions of a Military Spouse podcast. I am your host, Jenna Burt. I'm a military spouse of almost 10 years, a health and fitness enthusiast a mom, and a registered dental assistant. Again, thank you for being here with me today. And please, please, please share today's episode if you think anybody could benefit from hearing it or anything in this episode resonates with you. I love, love, love to see you guys sharing it. I also really appreciate any and all feedback. So if you have any feedback that you would like to leave me, you can email me at confessionsofamillspouse at gmail.com or you can find me on Facebook at Confessions of a Military Spouse or Instagram at Confessions of a Mill Spouse or at publichousemedia.org. This episode is going to be a little different because it's not directly related to the military. It does have some aspects that I think most military spouses and even moms or people in general (laughs) will understand and relate to, but it's not really advice regarding military life or experiences totally relating to the military life, but a little more of a glimpse into my personal life. So you 
may be wondering, what in the hell am I going to be talking about with the title of When We Get What We Want? And I've debated even talking about this because it is something that's very personal to me and it does showcase a little bit into my life, my thoughts, my feelings, etc. And to be honest, putting yourself, your life, and everything else out there is hard AF. And you're probably thinking, well, Jenna, you have a podcast, your life is pretty much broadcast out there already. And in a sense, yeah, it is. But at the same time, I also feel like I'm able to hide a little bit because the experiences that I usually talk about are not usually only my experiences. They're usually a combination of both my experiences and then the experiences from others as well. So back to what the hell am I talking about when I say when we get what we want? Well, as a military spouse, if your spouse deploys and you have children, you essentially end up becoming a quote unquote single parent. Um, All military spouses with children, both men and women, can relate to that. It is a fact and it is the same for everyone in that position. But here's where it gets personal. I thought that I wanted multiple children. Obviously, this was before I got married, uh, but when I was planning my whole life out from that really young age, and I was going to be this perfect mom whose kids ate all their vegetables, they never fought, my house was always clean, blah, blah, blah. You know, that fairy tale life that you create in your head when you're like, what, 9, 10, 12 years old? And then I got married. (laughs) And once I got married, my husband and I obviously had the discussion of children. And I'm not quite sure how the conversation went, but I'm pretty sure that we were both on the same page of wanting multiple children. Um, I have brothers. He has sisters. Neither of us are um, only children or an only child. And I think that we just both wanted our children to have a similar experience that we did and to have siblings. Well, fast forward to recruiting duty. (laughs) Now, if you've listened to a previous podcast, and to be honest, I'm not really sure which one I talk about it in, but there is a previous podcast where I talked about what happened on recruiting duty. But to catch everybody else up to speed... Basically, I unexpectedly got pregnant, went to my first appointment by myself because my husband couldn't take off, and also because I think we were both pretty naive in the fact that there couldn't possibly be anything wrong. Um, And looking back now, like I giggle about it because I'm like, man, that was so young and naive. But anyway... But I went to this appointment by myself and there unfortunately was no heartbeat and it ended up being a molar pregnancy and I had to have surgery to have the tissue removed. We had to wait a year before we could try again for another baby. And to be honest, it was the most agonizing year of my life. But we waited our time and then finally got pregnant with our daughter who we have now and her name is Ella. Now, why is any of this pertinent to this particular episode? Well, here's the thing. After we had her, it was definitely not the rainbows and unicorns that I expected it to be and that I had made up in this 
fairy tale world that I was living in. And to be 100% honest, it wasn't even close to that. It was pretty rough and pretty miserable. Um, And I did not enjoy pregnancy at all. I was super sick (laughs) the entire pregnancy. And I kind of felt like that just carried over into having an infant. Um, She cried a lot. A lot, a lot. Which I get it. Most babies do that. Obviously, they're babies. But I also felt like I was basically a single parent. You know, I was single parenting a child, but I didn't want to be a single parent. I didn't sign up to be a single parent. I thought that I had a partner in this with me, which I did, but it obviously did not seem like it at the time. And looking back now, I'm also pretty sure that I had some postpartum depression that I did not take care of. And we were on recruiting duty when we had her. So not only were we first time parents, I felt like I was single parenting And first-time parenting is hard enough. Single parenting is hard enough. But then you add the military life and recruiting duty to it. It was basically torture. But thankfully, I did have some amazing friends who definitely kept me afloat (laughs) during that time and pretty much let me live at their house and raise my child with theirs. Now, for real, why does any of this matter and what the heck does any of this have to do with the title? So there's a lot of times, especially during deployment, um, even workups when the spouses are gone for weeks or months at a time. But there are times that I think to myself, man, what I would not give to have a little bit of time or even a few days to just be by myself. How amazing it would be, how wonderful it would be, all the things that I would do, how I would feel, and just how great it would be. Well, guess what, you guys? It happened. And that's where the title of this episode comes into play. So on this most recent deployment, what started as kind of a joke with my parents um, actually ended up becoming a reality. And during this deployment, my dad and my brother flew out to visit me and Ella for a few days. And Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. For a few other things, um, my brother actually left earlier than my dad, but my dad ended up staying, and then took my daughter back with him. Now, let me just tell you, I was sad. Okay, I was sad. But since I am being honest with you guys and giving you a glimpse into my life and behind the curtains, um, my gosh, you guys, the excitement was legit so real. So, so real. I was so excited to have these days and this time to myself. 
no kid saying mom a thousand times a minute, no silly or ridiculous questions that I had to answer. I could bump that 2000s hip hop in my car without worrying about all the F-bombs she was hearing, no lunches to pack but my own, and if I wanted to go to the store at 9 p.m., you bet your ass I was going. Now, before you go judging me and thinking, oh my gosh, how could she be so excited for her daughter to leave? Girl, be real with yourself. You know that if you were in my shoes, you would be a little excited too. Maybe not as excited as I am or as I was, but to each his own. And there would be a hint of excitement thinking of the things that you could do. So Ella was gone for quite a while. And remember how I said I was just so excited when she left? Yeah, well, that lasted about a whole six hours, okay? (laughs) Um, And actually, not even that. I remember driving to the airport and thinking maybe I should just cancel her ticket and that it wasn't too late. Like, I still had her in the car with me. They hadn't been through security. They hadn't even checked in. Like, it was okay. It was, it wasn't too late. I could, I could still keep her with me. Maybe I shouldn't have sent her home. Maybe I shouldn't have sent her home for as long as I did. Like, I think I should just probably keep her. And then reality pretty much smacked me in the face when I realized I didn't have her signed up for any type of care during the day whenever I would have been working if I were to keep her home. And that's when I realized I was screwed. I had made that decision, I had committed to that decision, and at this point, I had no choice but to follow through. So I did. The drive home from the airport was not what I expected. It was very sad, it was very quiet, and I was very much so questioning what I had just done. Um, But I knew that I also couldn't come home and sulk. So instead, I came home and decided to tackle a relatively large project that I had been saying I was going to do for a very long time. That project quickly consumed me, and it was my main focus for enough days to keep my mind off things because I would go to work, I would come home, I would work on the project until I went to bed, I would go to bed, I would get up, and I would repeat the whole process for about a week. Then I started getting into the routine of not having to worry about being in a certain places and in a certain time and realizing that, oh my gosh, for like the first time in a long time, I had some freedom and I wasn't so stuck stuck to a schedule. I didn't need to be home at eight o'clock so my daughter can go to bed. I didn't need to come home from work right away so I could cook dinner. So I made sure it was ready for her to eat before we had to run to 15 different things. I realized that I wasn't so stuck and that's when, you know, the excitement started to set back in a little bit because I was quote unquote free to do whatever. So I did. I would go to Michael's whenever I wanted and spent way too much money. Um, I started going back to the chiropractor. I would go to the store whenever I wanted and it was pretty nice until it hit me. Reality finally set in and I realized that maybe I really didn't want what I thought I wanted. 
For so long, I had thought about what it would be like to have this quote-unquote freedom for a little while and how nice it would be and how much I would enjoy it and all of the things that I would do. And I did enjoy it, but not for a very long time and definitely not like I thought I would. Quickly, that excitement turned into a very, very big sadness that totally overcame me. And sure, it was nice to be able to come and go as I please and hang out with friends without breaking up kids' fights and, you know, everything, cleaning up their messes and all of the other stuff that you have to do whenever you're with your friends trying to hang out, but you have to manage your kids too. But then I also realized that I missed hearing the kids giggle together and talk about the craziest things and make all of these memories together. And I realized just how sad I was not hearing mommy, mommy, mommy a thousand times a minute and not reading that bedtime story every night and just how much I missed those little kisses and just hearing her say, I love you, mommy. When she knew she was in trouble. I never really thought that parenting was for me or that I was a great parent. And sometimes I even questioned like if I was meant to have a child. And there are still times that I don't think I'm the best parent out there. And I know I'm not the best parent out there. And I'm coming to terms with that because I am very much a perfectionist and want everything to be perfect. And I want to be the best parent out there and I want to be a perfect parent. But I have to come to terms with the fact that I'm not and I never will be. But what I do know and what I have realized is how much I love and adore my daughter that annoys me (laughs) to no end and just how much I missed her when she was gone. So much so that I practically lived at my best friend's house while she was gone. And I am not exaggerating when I say that almost every day I was at my best friend's house because I didn't want to be at my house. My house was so quiet and empty and obviously reminded me not only of the fact that I was missing my daughter, but the fact that I was also missing my husband. So yes, I have dogs and they were still taken care of, but I'm pretty sure that during the time Ella was gone, I basically was only home to feed the dogs, shower, and sleep. The rest of the time was spent either at work or my best friend's house. God bless her. So what happens when we get what we want? Well, exactly that. We get what we want, or for me, we get what we think we want. I thought that I wanted this time away from my daughter, and I'm not saying that it wasn't a good thing because I definitely think it was for the both of us, but it also taught me that what I originally thought I wanted was in fact not actually what I wanted. And yes, I wanted the time away from her and I was excited for it, but like I said, that excitement quickly turned into sadness and made me realize a lot of things about myself and the relationship that I've built with my daughter. I realized that my bond with her is way closer than I see or I think I see on a day-to-day basis, and sometimes it's good to take that step back and realize those things. 
I'm also thankful for the fact that I have parents and in-laws who took her and allowed her to spend the time with her family back home that she did get to spend with them. But most of all, I was beyond excited to have her back in my arms and feel those hugs and get those kisses and hear mommy a thousand times a minute. It was also such a great lesson for me to remember in life to be careful what we wish for because it might not always be what we actually want. Thank you all for spending this Tuesday with me. I know it's a little bit of a different schedule than what we're used to, but thank you for spending it with me and letting me open up to you about my personal life and some of the stuff that kind of goes on behind the scenes and some of the struggles and experiences that I have. So be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform so you never miss an episode. And thanks again for being here with me today.